0: Staff at the National Institute of Standards and Technology have just finished a nine-volume publication called the NIST Big Data Interoperability Framework, a collaboration involving 800 people over several years. The framework is designed to help software developers create tools that will do data analysis on everything from a tablet to a supercomputer joining me with more NIST computer scientist Wo Chang Mr. Chang good to have you on Thank you for having me Tell us how long this took I said several years but it's been a long time hasn't it
1: Yes uh, since because we have uh, three different stages and each stage takes about two years so totally took about six years
0: What is the purpose of the framework of the big data interoperability framework
1: Big data play a major role in many different industries. And we saw that the industry, especially the data scientists, they have to use many different two sets and computing environment. And uh, we see the opportunity of uh, creating a Gnostic environment to enabling the data scientists so that the data scientists could focus on data themselves and also the analytics themselves.
0: Well, if analytics is done on a very large machine, say, like the weather service might use or the energy department, they use supercomputers. If the same analytics under this framework can be done on something much smaller, say a laptop, you know, a portable computer, then does that mean that you have to go to the lowest common denominator in terms of performance?
1: The whole agnostic environment is providing the component base so that any computing platform can perform the analytics, but giving a laptop running a predictive weather prediction, that means I will run much slower on the, on the laptop or even a desktop. The architecture around that framework is try to maximize any computing resources. Meaning that if you have a GPU or any kind of a accelerated GPU on the data center on the cloud, then the um, the framework uh, will automatically utilize that kind of computing, and uh, uh, hopefully it will run a much faster in you know, a different kind of a computing environment than a laptop.
0: Yes, because the cloud has become a big part of how agencies, at least. And I guess universities and companies also look at their computing, and the cloud can scale, I guess, maybe to the need that you put on it. So does this framework take that into account?
1: Definitely. And uh, so our next step, since we have these live volumes now, and our next milestone will be creating some use cases, especially uh, how to uh, utilize our uh, reference architecture interface as a specification to develop a big data application or maybe a big data analytics uh, as a services so that we could demonstrate how this agnostic environment can be deployed to uh, different kinds of clouds. As, we, as you mentioned, uh, many people utilizing the cloud are computing, and that would be our uh, first step to demonstrate uh, our framework can be deployed to kind of, different kinds of clouds.
0: And who should be reading the framework?
1: That's a very really interesting question. Uh, that's exactly what we tried to uh, target uh, six years ago. Who will be using our framework? So we look at the like, CIO, look at the developer, policy, decision maker, as well as the uh, application developer. But as we continue to develop our frameworks, the main target audience uh, will be the data scientist. But hopefully, we could provide that kind of framework so that the, uh, the data scientists could focus on the, uh, the data themselves and also the, uh, the analytics
0: aspect. We're speaking with Wo Chang. He's a computer scientist at NIST. And how did this all come together? How did you conduct the discovery among so many people involved, and who was involved?
1: Our hope is try to bring together from industry from academic and also from uh, government, because the government have the uh, the needs of the uh, the SN user uh, in terms of applications, and the uh, developer will give the tooling capabilities, and also the academic will give uh, some more insight in terms of the uh, technology, trend, and so on. And uh, we are very fortunate that when we uh, make the announcement uh, to the public uh, six years ago, we have a lot of buy-in uh, from those are three different uh, areas, uh, uh, sectors. Those people will continue to have an interest in our work, especially we have uh, many different uh, subgroup co-chairs helping to organizing uh, each of the volumes and so on. So we finally uh, finished our nine volumes uh, early October.
0: And when something was decided that this would be in the book, this standard, this procedure, this piece of advice, who had the final decision and how did you arrive at it?
1: Well, uh, all this is based on consensus, because especially uh, we have about like 52 use cases from a the big dealer application developers. and uh, So we try to learn what will be the requirements be. And uh, with the, the industry, academic, and government, then we try to look at a solution space and try to see how can we accommodate, because as you said, uh, big data can uh, deploy many different analytics and have many different kinds of uh, data challenges, uh, the platform, uh, computing platform challenges, and so on. It's a hard problem, but as, uh, as we continue to press on, and uh, we do find a solution to the problem. And uh, so everything's on a consensus base. And this is how to facilitate uh, the discussion and the roadmap to how to really focus on the agnostic environment for the framework so that we could help the data scientists.
0: Federal agencies are under an obligation to hire chief data officers, who I guess in turn would hire data scientists. Can the average program manager or average layperson look at some of these volumes and basically understand what they're all about?
1: Uh, yes, uh, because we we have nine volumes and uh, some some of the volume may be more, much more technical. Volume 7 talks about the, uh, the standard roadmaps meaning that the what might be the standard uh, benefit uh, to our framework. And then on the volume nine, the adoption and the modernization, that is very focused on uh, people like a CDO or, or CIO office. So they're like, giving uh, some kind of a big data barrier or how to modernize uh, a small business or medium business and what kind of uh, a barrier, what kind of approach maybe. So those are two volumes are uh, very helpful for uh, for those audience. But then for people as a developer themselves, they can look at the volume six, which is the, uh, the reference architecture, and also volume eight, which is the reference architecture interface. But then uh, as you know, big data have a lot of um, concern in the uh, security privacy. And uh, we also dedicated uh, volume four, which is the uh, security privacy. Uh, so that when, when uh, data scientists dealing with a data sensitive environment they could look at the volume 4 to see what kind of the approach or what kind of issue uh, may concern in uh, big data uh, security privacy. So we have a number of different documents volume one talk about the data definitions that will bring together different industry together because they having common terms understanding is very important. Then we have 52 use cases. Also give uh, people understanding those use cases and how can we how do we derive those requirements. So we I think we have pretty a uh, good set of documents for of a variety of audience.
0: All right. If you're in big data you better download these and take a look at them. Wo Chang is a computer scientist with the National Institute of Standards and Technology. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: We'll post this interview together with a link to the framework at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.
1: Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate Plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at Grifflesplasma.com.